Welcome to Let's Talk Austria, the podcast for the international community in Austria. Produced by Recom Relocation in Vienna. Your host today, Angelika Brenner-Zezele, partner and CEO at Recom Relocation. If you like our podcast, please recommend it to others. If you are interested in being a guest in one of the next episodes, please write us. Our email address is podcast at recom-relocation.at. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you are and no matter in what time zone you are, welcome to our new episode. The today's episode is for people who are interested in understanding our culture and who are ready to integrate easier. Today my guest is my partner and dear friend Martin Pei. Martin and I have been running Recom Relocation since 1999 and today 12 employees are working for Recom. Martin is a certified intercultural trainer certified from the Jakob University and Interculture Institute. And today I would like to take the chance to talk about what is intercultural competence and why is it important and useful to offer an intercultural training for new employees. So let's get started. Thank you very much, Martin, for your time to discuss this topic with me today. Thank you for the invitation. It is a pleasure to be part of your podcast. Of our podcast. <laughs> I am really excited to learn today about intercultural trainings. And maybe, who knows, I learned something about the Austrians too. But please let me start with an actual general question. What is intercultural competence anyway? Well, you probably started with the most difficult question. There are probably as many definitions as there are intercultural experts. Well, let's use a general definition. I would say that intercultural competence is the effective and appropriate behavior and communication in intercultural situations. Wow, that's a nice sentence, but that's a bit too theoretical for me. How would you achieve this? Yes, well, with a combination of knowledge, skills and attitudes. First, knowledge about your culture. You need to understand your culture and how your culture has influenced your identity, values and worldview. And then you need knowledge and understanding of other worldviews and the new culture where you are moving to. Mm -hmm. So you mean the more I understand my own background and my own culture, the better I can reflect on the new culture I'm arriving in? Exactly. A cultural self-awareness is very important. One part of our intercultural training is to do role plays, exercises and discussions to understand how and why one reacts in such a manner in a particular situation and to try to understand your own values. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You showed me once the role plays and I really started to think differently how newcomers might feel when moving to Austria. But you also mentioned skills. Which skills do you mean? The skills that you develop when assimilating the cultural differences from observing, listening, evaluating and analyzing. 
I see. And, and what about the attitude? Well, essential attitudes include those of respect, openness, curiosity, and discovery. These attitudes are fundamental to the further development of knowledge and skills in order to integrate in a new culture. Oh, I see what you mean, but are we not nowadays more or less very similar in terms of culture? due to the globalization, the international companies and all the travels we have made? Well, we are more exposed to other nationalities and cultures, that's for sure. However, living in a new country is very different to spending some time there, for example, on holidays. And the fact that companies and teams become more and more international makes it even more important for us to reflect on these cultural differences and to help internationals moving to Austria to feel comfortable and to understand and adjust to the new culture. Oh, yes, it does. Absolutely. Well, at the end of the day, a good adaption and integration is the key to a successful assignment, right? Do you have examples and real stories about clients who have benefited from the cultural training? Yes, for sure. Let me give you an example, a real story we have experienced in the past with our clients. Oh, yes, I know what now, what you're telling us now. <laughs> An Australian family moved to Vienna several years ago and after a few months they were ready to move out and away from Austria. Oh, why? Well, they thought that they were disliked by all their colleagues and neighbors. When I asked why they thought so, they answered that their neighbors hardly greeted them in the staircase and that they had never been invited by colleagues or neighbors for a meal at home or a barbecue at the weekend. You know, they just had not known or understood that the Vienna culture is different. It's not so open and that privacy is very important for Viennese people. And many Austrians do not want to mix work and private life. Mm -hmm, I see. But Martin, I remember you had another story. Please, you have to tell us about the Indian family who lived in the 19 district and where the landlord was so disappointed Oh, please tell us this story. Yes, the family had a lovely garden in the 19th district. And after a few weeks, they destroyed everything, all the old roses and old plants that the landlord had been cultivating for many, many years. And of course, uh, you can imagine the landlord was not amused and um, we just didn't understand why. And when we asked, why have you done this? They answered, well, we were afraid of poisonous snakes because nobody had told them that there are no poisonous snakes in Vienna. <laughs> Yes, I remember the landlord, he called many times in the office and was very furious. And I see how difficult it can be to understand and adapt to different behaviors and culture. Although the other person might not mean anything unfriendly or impolite. I had a similar experience when I lived in the United States. You know, since I'm Austrian, I'm used to meet friends at the restaurant and we usually sit together for a long time and talking and talking and we have dinner and much later maybe we have a dessert 
And again, sometime later, we might have a coffee or not. <laughs> so we spent the whole evening together in that restaurant. And when I met some friends in a restaurant in Boston, just uh, a week after I had, I had arrived, the waiter asked if we would like to have a dessert right after we had finished the dinner. And we said, oh, no thanks, not at the moment. We had the bill just one minute later on the desk. Wow, that would be quite impolite in the end. It would, in the end, it would be impolite, yeah. And I was so surprised and did not understand it at all because I was not ready to leave yet. But the waiter made very clear that either we are going to order now something right now or we are asked to leave. This was my first culture shock in the US after one week. Telling you this, uh, another small thing happened. Um, it was also a culture thing for me when I went into a shop in the US and the lady greeted me by saying, are you all set? And I thought, well, <laughs> what exactly does this mean? So I translated it for me and it probably means, hello, good afternoon. Are you looking for something special? Can I help you? Well, at least this is my understanding of Are you all set? But it would have helped if someone explained it to me in advance. Yeah, but back to your intercultural training. So what shall one expect when attending an international intercultural training? Our intercultural training is planned for one day. We have decided on one day instead of two or three because it's easier to put uh, into place and it is made of uh, discussions, activities, role plays, simulations and practical information about Vienna. So we have two options, either an online training with up to 14 participants or a personal uh, training either for individual or for a small group. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's better to have a training in a group? or as an individual coaching. Actually, do you mix nationalities? Yes, I think group trainings are more fun as you can do activities in groups and you learn a lot from the other participants. Of course, a personal coaching is more personal and you might have more time to speak about your particular questions. And yes, we do mix uh, nationalities because it's important to uh, understand and reflect on the other experiences. It even helps you to understand your own culture better. And what kind of practical information about Austria will be discussed and presented? Well, we will present a um, large number of topics. For example, we'll discuss a bit of history and economic background. We will learn about some Austrian traditions, such as what do we do for Christmas? What do we eat for Easter? We will talk about the way of addressing your neighbors or your boss. We will also address stereotypes about Austria and discuss the cultural values which are most common here. We will even learn about how to recycle garbage. This I have to please, please, you have to tell me the common stereotypes about Austria. Maybe I can identify myself with the typical Austrian. Well, there are a few, for example, that Austrians all have or even wear very often their traditional costumes, Lederhose or Dirndl, dress for women, that they are very similar to Germans. 
And another example is that Austrians are very punctual and they are usually coming 10 minutes earlier. We will discuss what might be true and what might not be true, but we will also learn about particularities that newcomers might not expect, such as the status of coffee in our culture and how to order one, or where the water from the tap comes from, or the nude culture in the sauna or on the Danube island. And of course, participants will have the possibility to address any topic of interest or ask questions, whether they wonder what to do at the weekend or have questions and worries about job opportunities for their spouses. Oh yes, that sounds good and covers really a lot of topics. And yes, I agree, we are very punctual. And yes, I'm usually 10 minutes earlier. But I must disappoint you, I do not own or wear a dindle. Such a pity. <laughs> you haven't seen me with one yet. It does unfortunately not fit to my personality at all. But back to the workshop. Isn't it ambitious for one day and can one manage to improve one's intercultural competence in just a day? Well, of course, one day is not enough. And cultural competence is to be learned and experienced over years. So our intention is really to give the first inputs and the first reflections on this topic and to enable a good start in Vienna. Cultural shocks and difficult times will still happen, but it is important to understand why, how to deal with them and to have a much more confident approach to the changes and the cultural challenges ahead. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Is there a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who arrives in Vienna for the first time, finds him or herself living and working abroad? Yes, I've actually put five little tips together for our listeners. Oh yes, I like this. What is tip number one? First, it is important to realize that adjusting takes times. There will be times when you feel frustrated and confused. So be patient with yourself and set yourself realistic goals. For example, just to finish the decoration of your new home to feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Okay, what is your tip number two? Focus on the positive. I know it's not so easy. It's so easy to think about something what is missing or negative negative things, but try to write down your new interesting positive discoveries, write your list in a notebook or type a quick note in your phone. Find ways to reveal your stress. For example, join a yoga class or find a cafe nearby that you like to treat yourself with a coffee and a bit of time just for yourself. Oh yes, that's my tip. I like tip, tip number three. What is your tip number four? Learn some German. Oh no! Yes, I know. It makes life so much easier to understand the signs or even to do your groceries. <laughs> And tip number five? Try to keep an open mind. And I have one final thing to tell you. Oh, It's yes. a saying, when moving to Vienna, people usually cry twice. Oh yes. Once in the first weeks after their arrival, because everything is so frustrating and difficult, but also a second time when they have to leave Vienna and to move to another country. 
I love this phrase because it is just so true. Most people who move to Vienna start loving it after a while and many stay for good because it is really a great place to live at. The Economist Intelligence Unit and for example the Mercer, they released their Global Liveability Index ranking of the top 10 best cities to live in the world. You know it? I think you have seen it. Yes. The index scored 172 cities in five categories. Uh, one is culture, and one is healthcare, education, infrastructure, and entertainment. And believe it or not, number one, the best place to live in the world is again, Vienna! <laughs> yes! Vienna in Austria. <laughs> With an overall ranking of 95.1%. That's incredible. Behind Vienna is Copenhagen, Zurich, Calgary, Vancouver, Geneva, uh, Frankfurt, Toronto, Amsterdam, and Osaka and Melbourne. Vienna is a great place to live in. Martin, I thank you so much for the sneak peek into the world of intercultural training. I really liked our episode today. But probably you know, before I let you go, I have to ask you one more question. What is your favorite spot in Vienna? Oh, I know it actually. I know it. I know it. Yes. I think so. I think you do. My favorite spot in Vienna is the Schwarzenberg Park. Yes, I knew it. Yes. It is a huge park uh, at the beginning of the Vienna woods. And I love this place because my dog can run freely. Scotty loves the place too. I love Schwarzenbergplatz really a lot. So see you there next time. And thank you very, very much for your time and your insights. Our listeners and I appreciate it very much. Danke schön. You're welcome. And to our listeners, I would like to say also thank you very much for your time and for listening. Our next episode, I can tell you already what it is about. It is eight things you need to know when renting an apartment. And since Martine is the head of the relocation department at Recom, she will be again my guest and I'm looking very much forward to this episode. We will learn a lot again and thanks for being here today and take care. Auf Wiedersehen. Summary. What we have learned today. Intercultural competence is the effective and appropriate behavior and communication in intercultural situations. You can achieve this with a combination of knowledge skills and attitude. Join our intercultural workshops and check out the upcoming events on our website. Adjusting to a new culture takes time, so be patient with yourself. And don't forget, when moving to Austria, you will cry twice, once when you have arrived and once when you have to leave. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Maybe you would also like to join our Club Melange, Meet New Friends. We organize great and fun events for the international community in Vienna. Check out the next upcoming events at www.recom-relocation.at. 
Our clients also love our intercultural trainings presented by Martin Pay, partner and CEO at Recom Relocation. Martin is a certified intercultural trainer. Check it out and find out yourself what it means living in Austria and how weird the Austrians really are. Thanks for listening.